0: And welcome to the gallant few Rangers podcast. My name is Mason Stewart, and I'll be your host for another best 11 feature. Um, it's been a while, but I'm absolutely delighted to say we've got good friend of the pod, David Hurdon. How are you, David?
1: I'm good, thanks, 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 thanks for giving me this challenge to try and come up with. Yeah, uh, I've only had about 10 sleepless nights since you've asked me to do
0: it. <laughs> it is tough, isn't it? And, and, and as you <laughs> said, like it's I haven't done mine yet, but um, I have changed mine week to week, day to day on, on certain positions. And it, has it been the same same for you?
1: Just wait till you've been going for 50 years, bro. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. But I think it's like every, like every other fan, you'll have certain favourites that probably you'll never change your mind till the day you die. Yeah. And then there'll be other ones that change every... 20 minutes, depending on the mood you <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, I feel like this current Rangers teammate, to be honest with you. Oh, <laughs> geez, thing, yeah. No, that changes a uh, minute by a minute. Um, but, but, David, before we get onto the, the team and, and we go through that, um, just like to obviously give a mention to to your books. Um, I know Colin has had you on. Uh, and, yeah. and anyone that hasn't sort of, you know, gone and watched or, or listened to that, I, I would really, you know, advise it. We'll, we'll put the link in there. Um, when, when this goes out as well, so people have yeah. got easy access to that. But um, yeah, just tell us obviously a little bit more about about the you know your books, and, and I think you've got a new one coming out. Am I right, son?
1: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, well, my my first Rangers book came out about a year ago, um, early early last year. It was called 1872, yeah. and it was just, it was a series of biographies of of Rangers oh, players right. from the first 75 years of the club's history, which so even I hadn't seen any of them that I was writing about. Um, my second one was a history of Rangers winning the League Cup, uh, which I was desperately hoping I was going to write a new chapter for a few weeks back, but um, that's just going to have to go back another year. So Kings of the League Cup was the second one that came out because we've won it more than anyone else. And my, my latest book is uh, the story of 1977-78. That was uh, John Gregg's last season as a player, Jock Wallace winning the treble, David Cooper's first season. It was a kind of beginning and end of an era. So. Um, I was a kind of leave it all off, to be honest with
0: you. Yeah, no, no brilliant. That that sounds like a, a really, really good read, David. And obviously the League Cup, um, yeah, that I absolutely don't want to bring it back up again, but um I sort of go back when i you know when I was you know young. Um I feel like we won the League Cup, you know, all, all the time. It was yeah, something that was just Absolutely. Like, you know, isn't it? But for the younger supporters now, it's um well, what was it 2010? Was it
1: 2010? So it's 10 11 season, yeah. Um I went to my first League Cup final in 1975. I've shown my age already. Um, Rangers beat Celtic 1-0, and by 1999, so that t- 25 in 25 years, I never missed a final, and I saw us win it 14 times. So, so, so that that's why you say you think Rangers won the League Cup. In my generation, we absolutely won the League Cup. Um, it yeah. was it was really unusual to see the team picture without it at the front.
0: Yes, man, it's changed time, but hopefully uh that, that's gonna come back back daily. Yeah. But just, just, just on, on the yeah. books, Davey, where can um people go and buy it and access the you know your books?
1: The the, the simplest thing to do yeah. is go to Amazon. Yeah. Wow. Um if you just look up my, my name on it, although I'll be David Rell and Davy on it. Um I've got an author page on it and the, the three books are there. Obviously the, the latest one's only pre-sale at the moment. Um, it's not actually out yet to the first of May. Um, Actually, they've, they've put a little, I think they've got about 20 or 30% off at the moment. The oh, folk want to going in it just now, um, to try and encourage people to buy them. But if you just go into the, either that, if you, if you type in Rangers books, Glasgow Rangers books into Amazon, and it'll, it'll bring a, a chart out, and they're, they're in amongst all of them. You can do it through the publishers, but Amazon's usually cheapest, because usually you get the postage free.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't beat a bit of Amazon, can you? I nah, no. Yeah, I know. When, when the new one comes out,
1: it will be in the Watson stores in Scotland. But obviously, it's not again. It
0: no, brilliant. No, thank, thanks for that, Davey. Um, appreciate it. And again, you know, sort of echo that. Anyone that, that, that wants to get Davey's books, please, please do. But Davey, I've, I've actually, so your best 11. Um, yeah. I've thrown, I'm have thrown. i going to throw one in before we can get to any players. I think I know the answer. But okay. you just mentioned two Rangers managers um, a couple of minutes ago. Who would be manager of this, you know, of your team? Who's been the best Rangers manager of your lifetime?
1: Um, I think that's pretty simple, to be honest with you. But um, there's, there's best managers and there's managers that leave an impression with you, yeah. if, if you know what I mean. So, Jock Wallace was an absolute idol of mine. Yeah. His, his first spell at Rangers, he he wasn't just a great manager. He was he was a great Rangers man. And I absolutely loved him to bits. Um, and I'll tell you something else. He, he picked very attacking football teams. Uh, his, his reputation has been this hard man that made them run up and doing sand dunes all the time but um he always played two wingers he always the team was attacking first minute to last he was a very attacking attacking manager i loved watching these teams uh so the Wallace was a hero soon as changed my life And soon as and soon as he just utterly changed everything uh he made Rangers into what my dad always said Rangers were, which was just this club that sat above everybody else and it was marvelous. He was so good, I need my son after him. So, so, soon as it was, was the greatest for me. But if you talk about a football managers, it's Walter well, Smith. Of course it is. Um, well, actually, the, the Walter second time round was probably even more incredible than he was the first time round. And the first time round, he was absolutely unstoppable almost. Um, he just got it. He just, he's. It was, if a man was born to be the Rangers manager, it was probably him. Um he just he just totally gets the club, he gets he gets the support, and he, he wins trophies. And that's actually what that's actually what it's really about.
0: Interesting you say that about him the the, the second time round, Davy. Did you did because obviously he was well, obviously well liked, well loved the first time, you know, yeah, around. But absolutely. I'll be honest, my, my dad always says that there was times where I don't know if you're you're the same here, but he said there was times where he he wanted Smith to go the the, the you know the first time round quite because of Europe because of the results
1: yeah issue. yeah um well that that's 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 true <laughs> that's true yeah, there was yeah. there was definitely there wasn't just grumblings yeah. about um, Europe there was the, at the time there was quite a few grumbles about the of standard of football because we had such an expensive team compared with most other teams and we weren't and we struggled a lot when we shouldn't have done yeah, we still yeah, won yeah. lots of trophies but. It was sometimes quite a hard watch, especially not, maybe not the last years when Gascoigne and Loudrop appeared, and maybe not the, f- the the first bit of his management when Hateway McCoy stood at their peak. But there was this little middle bit that it, it was it was a wee bit hard going sometimes, um, and there was there was definitely grumblings about it. There was definitely grumblings. In fact, even the second time in Countess Peters, if you remember in Europe, um, yeah, yeah. there was there was a there was a number of people who thought he should go then. Quite incredible, but um, he was he, he'll go down. People will be talking about him in a hundred years the way the way people talk about Struth and Waddle and guys like he, he's he's going to be a giant forever.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't wait till that, that statue goes up, David, because it's mm-hmm. it's you know, he deserves it, doesn't
1: he? I wonder if all his cardigan on for those, for those <laughs> yeah. that remember the 90s, well, um,
0: you know, you say, it's funny you say that, but. Um, even you know as a kid i always say this but as a kid sort of you know i, I was i don't know when he when he left the first time i think i would have been what six or seven something like that but um but i always just remember what he just how, always how smart he was do you know what i mean that was just one of the first sort of things mm. that that you remember of smith so uh, he just even as i say the second time he was always immaculate um no and as you said that just you
1: know as a right yeah, that... manager i can very very rarely remember rangers managers that weren't expected to be like that um in fact i'll, sh- I'll really will show how old-fashioned um, I, I I don't like the fact michael Beale doesn't shave i really don't like that <laughs> and it, it's, it's, it's probably a generational thing i'm sure it's a generational thing um but if you're going to wear a shot and tie it looks have a shave as well please Please.
0: No, it's funny you say that. I see that uh, a comment a little while ago on, on Twitter, and I know Twitter can be a mad place for the best of times.
1: Oh, I, do, I don't do it. I don't do it.
0: <laughs> and it was about John Gregg when he's got the uh, European trophy, and he, he hasn't had a shave. Uh, but there's obviously a story behind that. that He
1: cut his face, and he couldn't shave, and, yeah. and, we, start, and we started winning, and he, and he said, oh, I'm only going to shave this off if we, if we get knocked out. And yeah. and we didn't, so he's kept wearing it.
0: It just made me laugh that, that someone put that and said, um, this you know, it was the, the only Europe, European trophy we've got, and he's, he's not out of shape. I know, I know. <laughs> it's mental, isn't it? Um, but, uh, Stand, but yeah, standards, 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 no, standards are
1: different. what we're built on.
0: No, absolutely. Um, you know, but yeah, Walter Smith, as I said, that was uh, that was one I would have picked, but um, you know, you said about Jock Wallace there as well. That actually surprised yeah. me, maybe, because everything I've sort mm-hmm. of heard or you know, sort of that he the way he was, obviously, here about all the running. You said he played a really attacking team. Did as probably a
1: little bit surprised me. See, see, he had this reputation. See, because his teams were so fit. Yeah, he had they had this reputation about they were just big physical players that just ran over the top of other teams. Couldn't be further for the truth. I mean, I'm I'm sure I'll talk I'll talk about three or four players, no doubt. Yeah, from his teams. Um, but if you just look at the, the signings he made over the year, he was he was always buying wingers. He was always buying creative midfield players. He, Sandy Jardin, for example, fullback going forward all the time. It wasn't, he wasn't a defensive man, manager in any way. He was, he was an attacking manager. Even the second, in the second time he came back, although it wasn't successful, he he was giving guys like Ian Durant the chance. He, Derek Ferguson, or well, he started with Greg, but Derek Ferguson put a lot of games under him. Um, he, he, he gave youngsters a chance as well. Um, I, I think he was, a, he, was a, he was a great man. I remember meeting him. He scared the life out of me. But he really <laughs> it, man.
0: he's got that. I love. I love watching all his old, his old clips, his old videos. He just didn't. He didn't mess about, did he? But uh, yeah, it was he, he yeah, frightening to uh, interview. Uh, I bet.
1: I'd, I'd, I'd love if there was a time machine that um, Jock Walls could sit in a TV studio with Michael Stewart.
0: <laughs> I don't think Stewart would get out of line, he? <laughs>
1: well, that, that. That's that's exactly what I'm suggesting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brilliant. Um, right, David, let's get, let's get on this, uh, 11 then, uh, obviously start, yeah. start in the back. Um, if you could go through and tell us what sort of formation you're going to play. And, and, and you, you
1: young guys always talk about formations <laughs> and stuff like that. Ah, oh, Jesus. Just get all um, the players in. yeah, uh, well, sort of, there'll, there'll, be a back four right. and there'll be two wingers and we'll, right. we'll take it for there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> brilliant. Um, brilliant.
1: um, okay. Goalkeepers. Um, so what I've ended up doing with this, I've created a kind of long list, I just dumped names down that I think deserve to be thought about. Yeah. Then I've cut it down to a kind of short list who are actually got a chance to get in the team. Um so the long list, if you like, when I go back to when, the, when I first went to, to see to see Rangers longer ago than you can remember, um Peter McCloy was the goalkeeper most of the time. Now, Peter McLeod will not make this team, right. but I think he deserves to get mentioned simply because he, he's the only go- he's the, the, the record uh, appearance holder for a goalkeeper for Rangers, he's got way over five hundred appearances. Um, and he won he won the European trophy. He was he was actually picked by Wally Waddle and by Walter Smith. <laughs> so, Walter Smith picked him as a caretaker when when before arrived. So, sixteen years That's at right. Rangers. I think he. He deserves to get mentioned. He's, he's not going to make the team. Um, but he deserves to get mentioned. But I think um in all my time watching Rangers, the goalkeeping position changed when Soonis arrived. in effect. There was pl- I saw plenty of goalkeepers, McCloy especially, Stuart Kennedy back in the seventies as well, who had won the great season when we won the league in 74-75. But um the standard of goalkeeping just just rocketed when Soonis arrived. Um, and the, the the four great goalkeepers I've had in effect are Chris Woods, uh, Andy Gorham, Stephen Coros, and Alan McGregor. That, that that's the four great goalkeepers I think I've seen. Um, and, then, and then I say to myself, Do I just make them all the shortlist. or they are actually trying to? T- um, so I think in any other any other club. If they're asked to do a, a 1 to 11 supporters of any other club apart from Rangers, I think Alan McGregor would win it.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which tells you that I think who's, who is going to be my goalkeeper. But um, I think in any other, I can't think of another goalkeeper for another club who's been as impressive for as long as Alan McGregor has at Rangers. And yet I don't think he's the best goalkeeper <laughs> for the club. Um, McGregor has been absolutely sensational. And that, that, that season when we won 55 actually was as close as I've ever seen to the guy I have end, ended up putting because um, he was absolutely brilliant. Um, that, yes. that that save of um, Slavia Prague right at the end of the game, I I, 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 I remember watching that and thinking, I, I don't believe I've just seen that.
0: <laughs> Disbelief.
1: Yeah, maybe he said, some, he said some great saves, but that one stands stood out for me. Um, so, McGregor was almost it. And I've got to mention Chris Woods yeah. because I because th- I think he's the one that changed everything when it came to goalkeepers for Rangers. Um, he came in; he was he was well he was he was the second choice for England when he came in, but he soon became the yeah. England goalkeeper. He just said the England international goalkeeper for Christ's sake. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's just I suppose for MD after the early nineties, probably nobody would believe that. Yeah, um, Chris, Chris Woods was. Yeah. A man who really commanded his area. He he, he dominated yeah. his, his goal. He was a he just was a proper goalkeeper. Um, and Stefan Kloss won the Champions League. He was he was an excellent keeper for years as well. Um, but but you know who I'm going to? They're, they're, I think most most people will go of my age will probably all take the same goalkeeper as Andy and, oh. and there was a there was a period in the 1990s that I genuinely think he would have been the best goalkeeper on the planet. I, 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 maybe because he played in Scotland, he might not have been viewed as, as such a thing.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: But um, I wouldn't have swapped him for anybody. Anybody at all. In fact, I think it tells you something that the year we, we almost got to the Champions League final, we won the treble. Gordon, one player of the year.
0: Did he really? Yeah. Is that, what that, yeah. Is? Is
1: that the 92-93? 92-93 season. McCoy scored... I don't know, just about fifty goals. Him and Hitley ran riot all over all over Britain, all over Europe. Uh, we had an iron defence. We were absolute. But Andy Gordon was—he was the players' players' player of the year and the player of the year in Scotland, didn't you? Yeah. He was—he was just phenomenal. The number of points he must have won that team over the years, and he and he done it in the biggest games as well. Um, there was a period of time in the in the nineties we used to go to Parkhead and. It was almost like they were playing against a brick wall. I, I just, you just you just don't know how he how he done it half the time.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, this the season I was talking about. We 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 won down at Leeds in the in the Wednesday night in the in the European Cup, and he he eventually conceded a goal with two minutes to go. But he he was he was making great saves every five minutes, almost. It felt like it. And everybody said he, you'll never see a get a goalkeeping performance in that in your life. We went to Parkhead on the Saturday, and he was, he was every bit as good again. Uh, we, we beat we beat them one 0 and I think on pressure they should they should have beat us about six or seven one but he just stopped everything um, he was just incredible. what a goalkeeper he was he wasn't big um but he he he, he seemed to fill the goal whenever a, a, he was one of the the goalkeepers when a, when a forward went through on him you fancied the goalkeeper to stop it no matter who it was <laughs> no matter who the player was the,
0: the one that sticks out for him Davey is the the van van Hoyden one.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's still, yeah, that's it's still it's like you were saying about Alan McGregor there, and um, you said about the Slavia Prague one, but the the Verde Bremen one always sticks to as
1: well, absolutely.
0: But yeah. I don't think I could pick a favorite save between that Van Hooyden one and Verde Bremen one because they're two that you just I, well, obviously, I was a bit young for the, the Gorham yeah. one, but you just turn away for goal, you just there's no absolutely. way you're getting there, and it's just like. How, how, how did he save that? Incredible, but yeah, I mean, I say I've not seen Gorham sort of live, or but what, you know, I feel like all his highlights are, as you just said there, the big games, the old firm games, the European games, um, yeah. and it's just save after save. Um,
1: and I suppose I mentioned earlier on that sometimes the team in the nineties struggled in games that that they really shouldn't have done. I suppose everybody does that, really, when you think about it. But um, Gorham made so many. Great saves and games at iBooks we won 1 0 or 1 2 1, that's just completely forgotten about now. You know, I don't I don't know, Dundee or Dundee United or Airdrie or <laughs> whoever it happened to be. He'd, he'd be doing nothing for half an hour, then suddenly pull pulled this absolutely unbelievable save. Out. That's what I'm saying. The number of points he actually won the team. Yeah, So I, they called him the goalie, and I, 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 you get, you get why. He was, he, was, he, was, he was the man. And I think, to be fair, the majority of supporters of my age group will probably all go for him. Yeah. Because he, And I think it tells you how good he was when you think about how good these other guys were.
0: That, when, when To be fair, when, when as, like yourself, come on and say, you know, Gorham over McGregor, I do think, God, he must have been something else then. Because, um, as you just said there, with McGregor as well, he's been... He did in Some of his game, it saved as
1: well. Yeah. Was it? Was it? Is it close? Is it close, David? Or is it? Uh, you know, he runs away. Bit, it's. You know. It's. It got. Cl- it got closer for a while. Yeah. 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 Funny enough, Gordon probably stayed for a little bit too long. Right. He was just. Right. He, his last. His last season, he gave two or three really bad goals away. That
0: like McGregor.
1: And McGregor's done the same. thing <laughs> McGregor's done the same thing. Yeah. Um. We t- we tend to gloss over Gorham's last season a little, but I think when he had I think he he's he wasn't the best trainer I don't think he had the best attitude in truth
2: yeah
1: and probably that last season wasn't the real McGregor well the real Gorham but um he was so good for five or six years though. <laughs> he was he was so good you let him have that is it is it, is it close yeah it's closer than it's, it's closer than it used to be, because I think McGregor's 55 season made me, because I always used to put Woods at number two, and right. uh, I know, McGregor's went above him in my in my head, probably since that 55 season.
0: Yeah, I know. No. <clears throat> two, or well, three, four, four top goalkeepers in, without even going on to, to Stephane Klaasu, another, as you Exactly, I know. I know. But, um, yeah, good start, Davy. Yeah. Um, so one of your, your full-backs, you
1: can go from, I don't know, right back or left back? Oh, I'm I'm old-fashioned. You go number one, then number two. So yeah, yeah, it's, got, sure. it's got to be the right back, hasn't it? Um, so for right back, does that – that, I didn't take too long of a right back, if I'm honest with you. It's one of the few that didn't take me very long. I think there's there's been some good right backs. Um, I used to like Sergio Perini. funnily enough, in the back in the late nineties, I thought he was a great, a good old fashioned solid defensive player that very few wingers get the better of. Um, Alan Hutton was terrific for about six months, but it wasn't terrific for long enough. No. But, but there was that little period of time he was playing Champions League games and running right. <laughs> he, was, he was suddenly brilliant. The Stuttgart,
0: but, Stuttgart game at home. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the, that night just thinking he's he's gone soon because I just he was unbelievable. Uh, yeah. that kind
1: but as a Rangers career, it was, only, it was only a bit, it was less than a season, probably. Yeah. There's, there's 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 the list has got three on it. Um, the current captain's there, right. so right. I'm not going to surprise anybody when I say n- none of the current team have made my all time. <laughs> I, I probably won't surprise anybody, yeah. but I think I think Tavernier gets a bit of a raw deal, yeah, right. if I'm honest. Um and I think he gets a raw deal compared to the other two guys I'm going to talk about because he plays in an era that every game's televised and every game's analyzed to death. Yeah. Um and it, it's almost as if these days um every goal's a defensive mistake. Yeah. Um it's, it's almost as if yeah. wingers aren't allowed to beat fullbacks full so fullbacks aren't allowed to let crosses in the box anymore. Um there's never been a fullback born that hasn't let a cross into the box or hasn't considered a half goal. Um Tavernier's actually a better defender than people give him credit for. hes, he's not not—he's—he's he's, that's not his strength. I'm not saying it is, but he's—he's he's actually a better right back, I think, than a lot. Of, I mean, I—I I, I said to Ibooks and I think, and a lot of people, all they talk about is how how crap a defender is. I don't, i think that's really unfair, and I think they've been conditioned to think that way because of this—the the, the way modern football is. Really. But the thing I like most about Tavernier, apart from the fact that number of goals he scored, is—I um, think he never hides. I, I like the fact that. He, no matter how the game's going, he'll still try to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, now sometimes it doesn't come off, and he comes into all kinds of abuse. And the easy thing to then do okay. would be then play the safe pass, the next time. and he doesn't do that. No. And sometimes that means he puts three crap crosses in, in a row because he's still trying to do the right thing. And I like that. I like yeah. that, and I and I play. It's
0: a typical case, David, with Tavernier that we won't. Well, a lot as you said, a lot of the support won't know what they until it's gone. Yeah. him right. has got. Big big shoes
1: to fill, um, but yeah, you, you're spot on. I, right. I agree, Absolutely. Um He's he's not the best right back I've seen, but he's. I, I I wanted to put him in this shot simply because I think he gets a bit of a a raw deal quite a lot of the time. But by by he wasn't as good as the other two guys. If I'm honest with you, so Gary Stevens, yeah. who was um, the right back at the start of nine in a row. Uh, Graham Sumner's brought him in for Everton. He was another England international. He was a, he was a terrific right back. He was, he was one of these modern athletic fullbacks who seemed to just, you could got him down the park all day, yeah. But he was a really, really good defender. He was a really strong tackling player. Um, he'd already won a European trophy with Everton. They won the league with Everton. He was an England international. <laughs> he was, he was a top player. We only got him because the English teams were banned for Europe. Let's be honest.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um so he I don't I don't think Rangers lost a league championship with him and the team to be on. I think I think all the time he was there, we won the league every year. How
0: many years was Gary Stephen there, David? Do you know, after
1: uh, he got he missed a lot of games towards the end he's Rangers career injured. I think he left about 94, but he never he never played that much after sort of once '92, '93 came in, he, he was injured. Um he came back up for a while, then went back out injured again. But from sort of 88 to 92 he was he was terrific yes. he was he was an excellent player um and it it takes an excellent player to be better than him to be honest with you. it takes a really and i don't think anyone will be surprised who my right back is either to be honest with you but uh, it has to be sandy Jarden San, sandy Jarden was an absolute rolls royce of a, of a, a right back um So the the first the first Rangers team I saw, he was the right back in it, and he stayed the right back for years. Although he had actually just before my time, he'd been an inside forward, and and I think he was a player he he could play at full back, he could play at sweeper, he could play at centre back, he could play in midfield. He was just a really really good football player. Um, He played for Scotland a lot. Nineteen seventy four World Cup, he was one of the best right backs in the tournament. Yeah. Um he was just class. He was just, he was he was a good defender, but he was a great football player. Yeah, yeah. Um and it's almost like if he hadn't been a right back, he might have ended up winning this team somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Was he um,
0: a good David, yeah, that he could have oh, he was a, quite easily played up. Well,
1: he, he was um when he when Rangers sold him, he was he was well in his thirties, he went to Hearts. And he ended up the Scottish player of the year at Hearts as a sweeper. Uh, the year Hearts should have won the league in 85-86. And he was about oh, 37 or 38 year old by that time. Um, he could read he- his reading of the game was just incredible. He actually didn't make too many last gas tackles because he actually could read a game and he was able to intercept things before he had to make last gas tackles.
0: That's a sign of a good player, isn't it?
1: Ah, he, he was he was he was just class, he was like a class and he was a he was, a, he was a leader as well, although he wasn't the captain most of the time. I, I watched Rangers, but uh, you can see he, he was a vo- he was vocal. He was a leader, and he, he just he was just a full thing for me. Um, I can't imagine there's been too many better right backs that's ever played for Rangers. I can't. There might be, possible yeah, well, but there, there can't be very many. I don't think he was. He was sensational.
0: I think he's going to be very, very popular in in this uh, best eleven. Yeah. I think that he'll I be. Think
1: and I'm 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 wary of the fact that um, the 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 fans done a greatest eleven. Um, God, that must be over twenty years ago now. And um, my first,
0: yeah. and, and
1: my, and my, first, my first two first the first two in that greatest eleven. It's almost if like I'm copying <laughs> it already. Yeah.
0: you going you're going that way. That was that was something as well. So let's get on to your, your centre centre backs then, Davey. The, Davy. The, the, the,
1: the, um... Oh, you do them first, right? Okay. Um, yeah. I keep forgetting that's how modern. <laughs>
0: it doesn't then.
1: matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Um, no, in fact let me do, let me do the left back because, um, le- left back in, in my team is the only position that I've got a guy in there who I don't actually think was the best in the position that I've seen. Is that not a strange thing to say? Yeah, yeah, um, you. so. I think the best left back I've seen at Rangers was Arthur Um The uh, the ultimate modern fullback. And um, my Christ, I don't know how many games he played for Holland, but he must have been one of the best fullbacks in Europe. Never mind, never mind, Scotland. Easily. He was he was a genuine Bro. world world class player. Mm-hmm. There, there's not too many of them, really. We went we to kid on. There's lots of world class players, but no, no.
0: He, he no. actually he
1: actually probably was one. It and not only that, we, we actually we actually got him at the time that he was a world class player, <laughs> if you know well, what I mean. Did he not
0: just play for Holland in the, the World Cup? I
1: think he just we, played uh, we, we signed him just when he was going to the World Cup. Yeah. He
0: was
1: yeah. just about to go, he was just about to go there. So he, he actually was a Rangers player when he played in 98. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um And mean they got to they got to the semi-final. I think. I'm sure he I'm sure he played in the semi-final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get to beat penalties. Um he was he was just a great player. Um he's he's the best left pack I've seen. And a, another one I'd like to mention is Davy Robertson, who was the, the Gary Stevens of the left hand side in, in Walter Smith's first team in the early nineties. He was he was another really athletic, strong, fit, up and down the park, good defensive fullback. Uh, I really liked him. And if I go back further, there's like a uh, Stuart Monroe, who was Mr. Dependable at left back, Arway Dawson, who. Ali Dawson was a, I think he'd have been a really good Rangers left-back but he had a really bad injury. But he, when he first came into the team on a consistent basis under John Gregg, he was, he, he looked as if he was going to be a, an absolute star for Rangers. He was, But, the guy that was left-back uh, for much of the 70s when I went to see Rangers has to be in this team somewhere. I've got to pick him somewhere. Uh, I, could, I could pick him in midfield. I could pick him at centre-back but he's just got to be in it, Um, and that's John Gregg. Um, John John Gregg's got this reputation as being this hard man, um, this, you know, wave the fist fist at the rest of the team and get them all playing, um, run through brick walls, kind of thing. First and foremost, John Gregg was an absolutely terrific footballer. Um, He was capped by Scotland at right-back, at left-back, at what's now called defensive midfield, and at centre back, he was captain four different positions. He captained Scotland when Scotland guys like Billy Bremner, they could have been captain, but they made John Greg the captain. Yeah. He was a terrific footballer and he scored more goals for Rangers than Mark Hately did. So, 120 goals he scored for Rangers. Um, there's only about five or six penalties in amongst it. He was an absolute, he was a mountain of a Rangers player. Um,
0: yes, and every team,
1: every team needs a captain. And there's no way my all-time Rangers team doesn't have him yeah. as the captain. So I've just got to put him in the team. Yeah, I've yeah, got yeah. to do it. And I've decided to put him in at left back because it's easier leaving out Arthur Newman than it is leaving out somebody at centre back. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've decided that's where he's going. Um, but to be fair, um, John, if you talk about Greg in his, in his last season as a player, um, when he gets his testimonial year. To give you the idea of how highly regarded John Gregg was in, when I was young, um, Rangers won the treble that season. They played Celtic in a cup final. They played Aberdeen in a cup final. Yet the biggest crowd Rangers played in front of that season was John Gregg's testimonial.
0: Says
1: it He was absolutely loved. Uh, and funny enough, when he... Another slight aside in this one. Um, he was the captain for the first the first six years, first six seasons. He was the Rangers captain. He only lifted one domestic trophy. Celtic won almost everything, and yet Tavernier's a loser. No, Tavernier's a loser, right? Yeah. Um, but in those six in those six seasons, John Gregg absolutely carried Rangers some of the time. He was. The num- you, you look back at the number of games Rangers played back in the late 60s and the early 70s that they won 1-0 or 2-1 and John grace scored one of the goals in it from defence he was just he was just a, he was a phenomenon
0: a, see I didn't know that like, I didn't realise his first sort of six, seven years it was, yeah, as cap- was
1: as captain not as a player as captain,
0: as, as captain yeah. uh, but- he, he
1: won lots of trophies in his first bit as a player as a, before he became captain in the early 60s but, um, but I
0: suppose you c- don't get- you know the greatest ever
1: ranger for for exactly and and he he was everything you'd want a ranger's captain to be Mm -hmm. on and off the pitch um he wasn't just an inspiration on the pitch which he absolutely was and he dragged rangers to wins that some of the time they weren't going without him but one of my i remember when i was really young i remember the iguix disaster uh, and greg was him and willie waddle were the two that represented the club Incredibly, when the manager, won the won the the captain. That's that's why I said Statute. outside. said, I know it's a, it's a it's a disaster statue. It's not a John Greg statue. I keep telling everybody, but that's who it had to be. Off, it had to be him. Yeah, um, it had to be him. And then obviously Barcelona. That's a ten wasn't it two trebles before he retires and all that sort of stuff. He was just he was he was just phew. he was a force yeah. of nature as a Rangers captain. Um and I've seen a lot of really good Rangers captains, but he, I, again, I might see some great ones in the future as well. But will I have ever probably think him as good as John Gregg? I bet I don't. No. I
0: bet I don't. No, as I said you know, stories. I can only go of, of what I'm told. But um, yeah, I think you summed it up really well there, there, Davian. And for one minute, I did think you was gonna uh, was gonna go with Arthur Newman, but um,
1: was,
0: <laughs> he must have been some player to get ahead of Newman anyway. Put it that way, because as you said, Newman was top draw.
1: Funny enough, just in his last season, when I said he got his testimonial, um, Rangers went through this really, this big blip to, in the running. They were, they were miles in front and Aberdeen started to we started dropping points and Aberdeen actually caught us. And we played in a semi-final against him, D United in the United in the Scottish Cup on the Wednesday night. We struggled badly on it. Um, and he scored this. <laughs> uh, one of these ones that chipped in it and he just took it in his chest and just everybody just bounced off him and he just ran through it and battered it into the net. At Hamden, and then on the Saturday, we went to air, it was one each, and he done exactly the same again. He just went pummeling through the through the defence, bodies flying everywhere, and he batters it into the net again. Uh, that was some 35 year old for left back. <laughs> he was, he, was, he was, I'm telling you, he was a force of nature. He was what a player he was.
0: Oh, brilliant! I wonder how much he would go for in today's game doing that. They, I love yeah. a goal scoring fullback, but um. So, then, so so I, I take it, Greg's your captain then? But um,
1: he will be my Rangers captain to probably for the rest of the, my days. I would imagine. I can't imagine that I'll ever think of another captain above him. I can't imagine it. No, no, no,
0: brilliant, uh, David. So then, you're onto your two two central defenders, and again, I bet this is a, a tough, tough. This call. this
1: is this is where I really struggle. I'm really <laughs> struggle. Do you have any idea how many really good centre backs Rangers have had in the last fifty years? <laughs> um, I mean, when I when I first went, many great regularity. There was guys like uh, Dave Smith, who was a terrific player. He was a sweeper. He was a he was sweeper before sweepers were probably invented in Scottish football. Yeah. Barcelona beer, uh, Colin Jackson. He's a terrific, big, dependable centre half. Um, then, am my long list that don't make the team? I'll just even say some names. I won't even talk about how good they were. You've got guys like Russell Alan McLaren um Colin Jackson I just mentioned. Um Quella, Bugera. They're all ter- they're all terrific centre halves. Uh, I think Golton's not a bad centre half actually. Um yeah. I don't think he, I, th- I think he's probably the best centre half but certainly had since we came back into the oh yeah the league again. Um, and I, I think in a in a successful Rangers team years ago, I think he would look really good, especially with the big long passes he plays. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think he'd, look, he didn't, he'd look really good in some of the old I, teams.
0: I think with Goldson, Davey, it's a, it's a typical one that you don't, again, when he was missing, We I think it, it was shown how important he is and, 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 you know, has been for us over the years.
1: Yeah, yeah. Although, I think we were unlucky, and it wasn't just him that was missing. There was, there was two and three missing at one <laughs> time, unfortunately. We we're, we're, were playing a, a teenager and a midfielder in Champions League games together. Jesus. Um, So my short list, it's not very short, really. Um, <laughs> Tom Forsyth. Tom Forsyth, um, in, the, in the 1970s, was everything you'd want a centre-half to be, a central defender to be. Uh, Strong in the air, what a tackler. In fact, I'm not sure I've seen a cleaner tackler play for Rangers since him. The way he could he could cleanly win the ball. And he was a great man marker. See if you wanted somebody to be a man marker in a game. Um I remember I mentioned earlier on the 1875 League Cup final, Rangers beat Celtic, he was given a man marking job in Kenny Duglish that day. And he marked the out the game. He was the reason Rangers won that game that day, I thought. Yeah, yeah. He had this reputation for being a, a a clogger some of the time. But he was a terrific player for Scotland as well. Play for Scotland in a World Cup and He he was he was a great good player. He started as a midfield player with rangers and they converted him to centre back. So he was he was actually a footballer, first and foremost, who became this. He was in fact, I'm still pondering whether he put Tom Forsyth in the team at the moment. <laughs> um I liked him that much. Um I'm going to mention Derek Johnson.
0: All right, okay.
1: Derek, uh, okay. Derek Derek Johnson um was the Barcelona centre half at 18 years old. Um, which is unbelievable when you think about it now. He was actually capped by Scotland as a teenager as a centre half. Uh, was he
0: really because I know he could play each striker and obviously he played a lot of games centre half, but that is just so again I just so unheard of how,
1: and, and- I, I remember um, I remember Jock Wallace and Willie Waddle saying in an interview after a game about Derek Johnson that he was going to be the next Willie Woodburn who was at that time regarded as the greatest centre-half we I've ever had wow. um, Derek Johnson was a tremendous centre-half yeah. he had he was he was quick he read the game and I think because he had played centre-forward already as a teenager <laughs> before he became converted there he knew how centre-forwards thought he read the game so well um, and he was terrific in there. Yeah. There was very, very, very few players could ever beat him there. He was a terrific centre half, but he didn't play there yeah. as much. Actually, he was a great midfield player as well. Funnily. He was a midfield. <laughs> he, the, when Rangers stopped Celtic winning 10 in a row the first time, he was actually a midfield player most of that season. Uh, and he was what age was he then? He was in 19 or 20, something like that. Uh, he was ridiculous. I'll I'll get back to him, but I'm going to put he's in my shortlist in two different yeah. positions. Yeah, he was my boyhood hero. Um, Davy Weir, yeah,
2: There's
1: another yeah. one in the short list. Um, I think the big biggest compliment I can pay Davy Weir is that every partner he ever had always looked good.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I
1: yeah. think he was one of these guys. He was such a good organizer. He was such a good reader of the game that he made other players better round about. Yeah.
0: That is a sign
1: of a top, top player that exactly that, David. Um, I really liked him. I know we got him really late in his career. Um, 30, 37, 37 oh, Jesus! Oh, I mean, um, I don't, he, must have, he must have been getting towards that. He was <laughs> at 30, 36, anyway, I would have thought, yeah. But, um, Chris, he was he was he was organized a defense to keep a, cl- a shut out at Old Trafford at nearly 41 year old, yeah, <laughs> ridiculous, yeah.
2: Um,
1: I really liked him. I thought he was a good captain as well. Oh I thought he yeah. was, was a very good so he's he's in the shortlist. Um I mentioned Amorusso, he's not. Uh, another player I really liked is actually John Brown.
0: John Brown. Yeah. John
1: yeah. John Brown um was a was a midfield player converted into a and, and as a left sided centre back, he was he was a revelation. I, I remember when he got converted they said, we'd all said, What the hell is he doing? playing John Brown here. Um, he he was one he was one of the big reasons why we never got to the Champions League final. Yeah. Uh, he was he was a terrific defender. Was what was he signed as a, a left back David originally? He, he was actually a midfield player with Indeed, but he'd been a he'd been a left back before that with Hamilton Hockeys. Um he first came out of the team as a midfield player. He played left back for a while. Um he kind of utility midfield defender and then suddenly became this this Centre back, and he was he was a terrific centre back. So, but my my top three. In fact, I'll tell you what I'll we'll do. I'll start with the one that's definitely in the team. There's one that's definitely in the team because I think he's the best centre back I've ever seen at Rangers.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's Terry Butcher. Oh,
0: that Terry Butcher,
1: yeah. Te- Terry Butcher. Um, I talked about the way Chris Woods changed everything, goalkeeping wise. Butcher changed everything as well when he came. He was a great. He was a great leader. He was another great captain. I've got a lot of great captains in this team, for now. All oh. captains, <laughs> the, <well, laughs> so I mean, they are all captains, actually. Um, but, but Butcher was just a terrific player. Um, he had a great left foot on him, he was a great passer to the ball. For now, see, we talk about Golton's long passing. Yeah, remember, yeah. um, oh, was, it, was, it, was it McCoyst? Was it McCoyst or David Cooper? Described um, Terry Butcher's left foot as the Winchester because it was like a, a rifle that could. <laughs> long, long-range rifle that could find it, find the target. Um, great organizer, great uh, tackler, great in the air. Popped up with the odd goal up on the other, the other end. But for, first and foremost, a terrific. He was England captain when they got to the semi-final of the World Cup. For Christ's sake, he was—he was a tremendous player. Um, he's kind of tainted his reputation with the Rangers support since since he since he left, obviously. But if I just talk about. Who's the best central defender you've seen? It's it's Terry Butcher. Terry Butcher's the best. Sender. And if I think about um, that first season under Sunis, um oh, Graham Roberts arrived later on, but Butcher was playing in central defence beside Dave McPherson, or Ali Dawson, or Craig Patterson or Roberts later on. He he was the Rangers' defence, and it was it was Butcher plus three others. Yeah. For, a, for ages. Um, and actually, I think it was really telling the next year when he broke his leg. Um, the one year we didn't win the league. Um Golf and Roberts played together the second half of that season because Butcher had broke his leg. And neither of the two of them looked anywhere near as good without him than they did together. Yeah. Goff and Butcher were a great partnership. Roberts and Butcher were a great partnership, but none but those two without him. Nothing like it, nothing like it. Um, so yeah, T- Terry Butchers in there. Um, a lot, of, a lot of people don't like him. though. a lot of people, I think a lot of people don't put them in the, in, his, in the team because of him, not because of how, how good a player he was.
0: But I actually feel like this is happening a little bit with with Barry Ferguson, David. Uh, I mean, for the younger generation uh, again, I, 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 don't, yeah, I don't want to know your midfielders, but um, <laughs> especially me, I grew up absolutely idolising. Barry Ferguson, but I feel like people are starting to resent him now because of his media work, some yeah. of the comments he made, yeah. and they're doing I mean, exactly that. They're going, No, I don't, I don't, you know. Like, it, yeah. Uh, I
1: mean, I mean but- Butcher said something in his book about Cooper that I think a lot of people will never forgive him for. Right. Um, and then when he bloody well posed with jelly and ice cream when they played Celtic one time in t- 2012, when we were going through administration, I think a lot of people decided that he was just. They Never want to see him again, never mind anything else. But I'm if I'm right. just doing if I'm just doing this simply as yeah. what a living would I pick of players that I've watched play for Rangers, he's the best thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's as Simple as that. Um, not my captain, though. <laughs> um so the obvious player to play beside him is Richard Gulf. Yeah. Um, an absolute warrior, a complete warrior. Um in fact, the number of times you saw him in Butcher with head cuts back in the days you were allowed to play with blood streaming down oh. your down your head. Um, Goff was uh, another great leader. Um, he was actually a full-back within D-United when, when I first saw so He was a right-back. He got in the with our centre-backs. I think he was a terrific right-back. And when he first came to Rangers, I was actually wondering if Sunis was going to play him at right-back. Although he'd been centre-back for Tottenham uh, when, we, when we brought him. My captain is in the nine in a row team it was golf, golf was Walter Smith on the park, if you know what I mean. Smith, Smith might have gave them their instructions, and then but out on that field, they had a leader, he was he was he was a wonderful, inspirational player. Um,
0: it's just again, I, you I know, you, you've touched on it there, Davey. About you know, we took the English captain, um, you know. A butcher, the English goalkeeper, the English fullbacks.
1: Um, yeah.
0: But then to get Richard Gough, I just think about you know nowadays, and again, it's not, it's never, it's not going to happen. We're not going to go and get no. uh, a, a Richard Goff from Tottenham. Do you know
1: what I mean? It's that no. like, Well, but funny, we, we wanted him for Dundee United, and they wouldn't sell him. Yeah. Um Yeah. But, but back then we could then just say, well, okay, go to Tottenham, we'll just buy him off huh? <laughs> 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 him. Which, which is mental. Um, I'll be honest. I've been pondering all day whether to make Tom Forsyth or Richard Goff Terry Butcher's partner.
0: Really? Is that
1: the... the, I've eventually went with Goff, but um, there was was a little period in Richard Goff's Rangers career that I think he had a bit of a sticky time. Um, Around about 94-ish, he was... He started to lose a little bit of his pace. Maybe it's because he was he was there so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what what Walter ended up doing was he moved to a back three. Golf golf on a back four was was getting exposed too much. Right. And he, and see when he moved back to the three again, the to three centre backs, and he like he like Goff just go and win the ball and somebody else was sweep up behind him. He was he was a he was a giant again. Um. Yeah, but it's got to be it's got to be Goff, but. I feel terrible leaving Tom for Scythe, but you, you, you can't you can't have a back five in this team. I'm afraid there's, there's too many attackers to, to fit five defenders isn't it. <laughs> See, I thought I did. I did. Uh, didn't I didn't know if Butcher
0: was going to be in there. I'll be honest, but I did when I looked at this. I thought oh, gosh, Goff's going
1: to be in there. But, um, I, I genuinely think a lot of people rate him higher than Butcher because of after football rather yeah. than I, if they just. So. Sort of, <laughs> Take all emotion away from. Just look at the two football players. Yeah, Butcher was, yeah. Butcher was a better centre half than two golfs Yeah, no? in my in my opinion, yeah. <laughs> I know. it's all about opinion. Yeah, um, yeah. golf was a greater range. it Was a better ranger. Mm-hmm. If you just talk about a, a Rangers player, Goff was a ranger far more than Terry Butcher was. But Butcher was a better football player Yeah, yeah, no,
0: uh, definitely. And uh, again, get get your. Uh... You
1: know listeners and, and viewers, get your comments in on, on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was probably yeah. annoyed. I, I, <laughs> no, no not, not, not. no, not at all. But
0: uh, let's get on to your midfield, then,
1: then, Davy. Um, so I'm only going to two central midfield players, right? Yeah, um, I don't know if this is a four two, four or something. I don't, I don't know, this doesn't matter, it doesn't matter because they would beat anybody, anyways. So it doesn't actually matter. <laughs> um, picking because I've decided and going with two wingers and two forwards. Have you any idea how difficult it was to pick just two midfield players? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely, it's, it's horrendous. Um, I'll quickly talk about some players who don't even make the shortlist. Right? So, oh. Bobby Russell. So, probably, he'll be before your time. Bobby Russell came into the team in the, in the late 70s, straight for junior football. And he, in my view, in his first season at Rangers, he was the best player in Scotland. And he, he, he came into the Rangers team at the same time as David Cooper. And for the first two, three seasons, I thought Bobby Russell was a far better Rangers player than David Cooper was. He was sensational. He, he made Rangers tick. He was he was the man that actually made Rangers tick for those those two or three seasons. He was an elegant, clever midfielder who could who also got forward and scored the odd, the odd goal. He was a terrific player. But he's not good enough for this team. Um, <laughs> no, no. We didn't even make the bench. Actually, um, then there's soonest, of course. We got him too late. His, yeah. his best days as a player were obviously behind him. But you could you could still see what a footballer he was. Um, he was by the time he'd got to Rangers, his his discipline was wasn't the best. Let's be honest. He, he, <laughs> He sometimes got to got to tackle sort of 10 seconds a bit later than he should have done. Um but what a passer of the ball. My God, what a passer of the ball he was. And he he intimidated other players. Yeah. See, see if you if you if you just had him in the middle of the park, other 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 teams feared you be, before the, the game even started because of yeah. because of how good he was. Uh if it was as soon as a Liverpool probably would be in this team, but as soon as does isn't, no. um, and another guy we got probably too late just after that was Ray Wilkins. Ray Wilkins was a, oh, he was, he was one of these, uh, sort of poetry in motion type players. He just done things simple, kept, kept the ball moving, uh, very rarely gave it away. Uh, and we, we talked about, um, Davey Weir made players better round about him. Wilkins made players round about him better. Yeah, because he, he always he always found them just in, at the right time when they were in the right space. He would find them. Uh, he wasn't there long enough. Uh, he would slowed down a bit by the time we got on, but he was he was a not great player. Um, then there's the two central midfield players for much of the nine or all years. Ian Ferguson.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, Ian Ferguson when he first came to Rangers was a dynamic attacking midfield player. He scored quite a few goals. Burn? Is it Yeah, he scored, uh, he scored the only going in the cup final for something man. a couple yeah. of years before we got him um, as a teenager. But in the first season nine in a row, he's, he scored quite a few goals that season. Quite a few. He scored a lot of opening goals. Scored, you see, he opened the score in quite a few games, if I remember right. But he was a dynamic, forward thinking, attacking midfield player. And he completely changed the way he played the game because Rangers needed it. Yeah. So what Walter Smith created not long after that was, was a team that very much um, had your loud-ups, your Matt Walters, or well, Walters, and Smith, but um, Hatley McCoyst. There was these forward players who were tasked with scoring goals and basically behind them there was this curtain that was to make sure that nothing could get through them. And Ian Ferguson became this enforcer in the middle of the park, and he was bloody good at that as well. Yeah. Um, I always feel that he kind of sacrificed how good he was a little bit for really? the overall for the overall good of the team. Yeah,
0: um, I love the uh, I love the clip with the cameo. I mean,
1: that's, yeah.
0: That's,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah, top draw. Yeah, Ferguson took no shit. It's a simple, it's as simple as <laughs> that. um yeah. And beside him, Stuart McCall. Stuart McCall was another little up player. He was. He was covered every blade of grass. Won tackles, gave the ball. He delights a Gascoin beside himself. Give it to Gascoin. Protect him. Win, win the ball. Give it back to him again. Chipped him with the odd goal, but didn't he score that many. He was, he was a bloody good player for Scotland as well, Stuart McCall. Um, he won. Did not win the FA Cup
0: with Everton before coming to. Uh,
1: he scored twice in the final, but they gave it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool beat them three two. the hill the, the year Hillsborough. Um yeah, but he was, he was a terrific player. I think he was very underrated, Stuart McCall. Yeah, yeah. he's he done, he done a job for that team that when he wasn't there, you know, nobody, nobody really done it, yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, so who else isn't in the shot? With Stephen Davis, um, yeah, okay. Stephen so. Davis is another fantastic player. Um, now one of these keep it simple, let the ball do the work. Billy, Billy Wilkins was. The, the ball does the work. You don't need to do it. Um, lovely football player. Uh, and I had a big influence in those around about him as well. Um, I think the 55 season, when I thought he was getting past it before that season had started. Yeah, so did I. He just suddenly became, it was almost like watching him when he was 25 again. He, he, was, he was fantastic.
0: He, he, he's really, really changed the game as well, didn't he, Stephen Davies, in terms of that 55 seasons, from what we were used to. Mm. you know. That, and it doesn't get spoken about enough, how good he was that year. Obviously, we what happened, because we went into administration, the points deductions, mm. um, and, and, and we were 10, I think we were, we were not 10 points clear, and then, you know, we fluffed it, but there was all rumours going around, you could tell it affected, but he when, was
1: unbelievable that year. That was the year he was the captain. The year he was yeah, captain, yeah. 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 Um, he was he was one that he get wasted is the wrong word, but he played wide out in the right quite a lot when he first came to Rangers because it suited the system we had. And you you guys like uh, Kevin Thompson players players in the yeah. Lee McCulloch occasionally in the, in the center of midfield yeah. Yeah. when he would actually probably be more of a midfield general than they were. Um, but once once he moved into the center of the, of the park, you could you could you could see he was a, he was a he was a. He was. A, he, was a, he was a proper football player. Yeah. I mean, hundred no caps. I know Northern Ireland's not the same as playing for England. They're playing for Spain or something like that. But he's he's an absolute model professional as well. He's 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 the kind of guy that you'd want in addressing him.
0: Again, yeah. we, we spoke about it earlier, didn't we? The standards and a proper range. Absolutely,
1: of absolutely. It ticks, ticks that box definitely. Absolutely. So that takes me to my, my the one the ones that, I, that are that I'm deciding. Two from, so it's actually two from five. I've ended up with. Yeah. Um. Alberts. Loved Alberts.
0: First.
1: Everybody, everybody loved Alberts. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know of it. Apart from Dick Advocate, occasionally, everybody loved Alberts. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. um what? Obviously what? What? A big game goal scorer. See if you talk about big game goal scorers. Um. Well, he was, he was right up there. Um,
0: it's not even a, the big game uh, goal tour David. It was the goals he scored in the big game. Do you know what I mean? It was like the, yeah. the, know. The, the goals he, the, that left foot was just... I've not seen one like it since.
1: I, I don't think I've ever seen any Rangers score, score as many spectacular goals as he did. And all the time I've, I've seen Rangers. Um, no. As I say, done it in Europe, done it in no all firm games, yeah. done, it, done it everywhere you need it. Yeah. Um, he was a very good passer of the ball, actually. People that people that tend to just talk about his power and his shooting, he was actually a very clever passer. See, if you look back to a lot old games, you see the number of assists that he had. He's the guy that that played the ball through to the forward. Um, he wasn't the hardest working player in the team, which is probably why Advocate occasionally didn't play him. But he was he was a he was a great Rangers player, I really liked him. And then. The guy you talked to earlier on, Barry Ferguson. Yeah. Barry Ferguson. Um, Leverkusen when he was 20. I don't know if that's before your time or not. I, but, I, um,
0: I, obviously, at the time, I didn't, but I've gone back and watched it. I, I, I got to a point, David, when uh, I was, I used to play uh, uh, for Colchester United, I got released at 18. So wh- there was a time when I was 15, 16, where I was just totally, Ferguson was just, he was playing mm-hmm. for um, captain it was 2008 season where we went to manchester and i just went back and watched games and then my dad and granddad had a load of videos and one of the, the videos i had was the leverkusen game yeah and because i've heard him talk about it i was like i'm gonna go back and watch it and yeah 20 years old champions league um that was it uh, the matthias was it matthias
1: the no, uh, uh, leverkusen was the was advocates first season it was a UEFA cup game
0: yeah, I can't. It was the, it was, I can't remember who's was the player he was playing against though. He poked him in the
1: eye. No, was it? I'm to, I can't no, remember. Yeah, played for Bayern, didn't he? Oh,
0: was that Bayern? But but I can't, I can't. Anyway, he had he had the he had the um with Ferguson. But yeah, he was.
1: I, there, there was one up. one, but the bit you always remember in the game was he he had the he was running towards his own goal, and he suddenly turned and pirouetted and went the other way, and, and the whole German defense went, went 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 past him, and all of a sudden he was in all these acres of space. Um, Ferguson was a, was a truly international class midfielder. No, he, he was. He was a. He was a really top. In fact, I still think um, if you talk about this century from two thousand onwards, I don't think Scotland had a better football than Barry Ferguson. No, I think I, he's I the, best Sc- the best Scottish footballer. Yeah, would well, say not in, really in, in that thing.
0: Anywhere near his talent since him, yeah. um, and. Very- I, I speak about I spoke this because I think everyone I've done so far, <clears throat> and hopefully they don't go out before this one, but I think I've got Ferguson in him, and um, and, the, and 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 what I always talk about David with Ferguson is I always say the same thing. I'm repeating myself, but frustratingly, he went to Blackburn at the time. Mm. I
1: think
0: He could have done a lot better than Blackburn. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. About the first during the the, the, big, the biggest frustration I've got about Barry Ferguson's career is actually before that. Right. Um, when Rangers were going for ten in a row, we brought in Reno gutuso yeah, at eighteen year old whatever it was, yeah. and played him for the majority of that season. We had nineteen year old Barry Ferguson in the reserves for most of that season. Yeah, and I, my personal view is that if we if, if Walter had been brave enough to play Barry Ferguson in the in the ten in a row season instead of Reno Gutuso I think we'd have won the league. Oh, there's a take
0: I've not heard before. Interesting. Yeah. Hey, yeah, well, you said you said so. though, but 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 Gatuso wasn't there long, baby, was he?
1: Um, no, he, he was away, he almost stayed the one season, really. He yeah. was away near, near the start of the following season, so yeah, why, why
0: not? Um, you know, you know, the the story obviously, yeah, yeah, it uh, what it's crazy, know? it's
1: crazy, it's crazy me saying this when I'm talking about a guy that won the bloody world cup in the Champions yeah. League and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, I just think at that particular time, we Rangers have been a team that had to win. Games to win trophies. Yeah, a nineteen-year-old Scott playmaking oh. midfield player would have been better than a foreign eighteen-year-old defensive midfield destroyer.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, no, I absolutely agree. And as I say, I advocate what he done when he, you know, when he come in, he, he, he more or less said, "Right, you're you're going to be the main man." Yeah, and um, so he, he showed that faith that maybe Smith didn't at that time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so. F- f- Ferguson was—I'm sure uh, he will make a lot of teams, especially younger guys. Yeah, yeah. I would have thought. Um, and he, it, if if I had only seen Rangers in the last 25 years, Ferguson would be my team.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. It's as simple as that. Um, but it all, its all going to boil down to three players. Right. And I've still not made my mind up who one of them is going to be. <laughs> like, um, I'm going to—I'm going to tell you who's definitely in it. And then I'll, I'll make my mind up as we go. Um, the first player that I would put in my midfield will undoubtedly surprise you because, well, I think it will surprise you. It's Alec McDonald. No, it doesn't
0: really. It, um, again,
1: uh, i well, but... Alec, Alec McDonald was the engine of the great Rangers team of the 1970s. Um, if you look at all the Cup finals Rangers played in from 1970 to 1979. The only player that put pl- that started every one of them was Alan McDonald. Um when I talked about Stuart McCall covered every blade of grass. That's what Alan McDonald did. But he didn't just win tackles, he didn't just pass the ball. Alan McDonald scored goals that like Albert did in big games. Not not the same kind of goals as Albert did. Yeah, yeah. He scored goals in big European ties, he scored goals in the firm games, he scored goals in Cup. In fact, I think he scored something like four cup final goals in four years. Two in the league cup final, two in the Scottish cup final. And almost like four, almost successive seasons. Um, He was a, he was an absolute hero, man. And he's another one that, um, Ibra ran through a brick wall as well. Um, If if things were going badly, his head would not go down. He would just try all the harder. And I, I, and. I think if i'm going to film the rest of my team through all these great footballers i need i need that in my midfield as well but he'll score goals in it as well he's not just there to defend Alec mcdonald is my favorite rangers midfield player
0: oh all right no that's not that's good to say um obviously a bit before but my, you know say from family that granddad has, has spoke about him ever so highly I watched recently. Watched the we're talking about Amazon again. I feel like we're we're talking about, uh, but the seventy-two documentary and uh, it's you know again how everyone thinks of it and that as well.
1: Well, if if you even if you talk about seventy-two, there was two of the earlier rounds that we we won two-one in aggregate against Rena, France and Torino, Italy. we won both the home legs. We, we we drew one each away from home, and then we won one nil at Ibrox in the second game. He scored doing the goal both those games. really
2: <clears throat>
1: Yeah. So, he just he just popped up and scored goals. He scored against Juventus. He scored against PSV Eindhoven. He scored against Ajax. He scored against Borussia Mönchengladbach. He scored against an And he scored against. They were all they were all big teams in the '70s. Some of them aren't big teams anymore. Yeah. Um, plus, I say he scored in. Scottish Cup finals, league cup finals. Scored winners against Celtic. He was, he, he was the, the ultimate all-round midfield player for yeah. me. The, if you ask all the things that a midfield player could do—ball winning, passing, stamina, fitness, goals, teamwork, character—he okay. just get them all. I just, I just think he's Devin And it's a total coincidence that he's wrote the forward for my new book as well. <laughs> top, top, he, 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 he doesn't know, he doesn't know I'm doing this. Um, that leaves me with other to? Oh, god, and I'm still trying to <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to do something controversial. Bugger it, love it. Yeah, so the the guy who almost makes the team and doesn't is Paul Gascoigne. See,
0: I, I when I've, I've got a couple of names written down, who I thought, think you might put in, he's one that. I thought uh, maybe we'll
1: pick him no. you know what as a footballer he's the best midfield player I've ever seen at Rangers wow. as a footballer yeah. as someone who could control a ball coming at him from any angle who could suddenly see a pass that nobody else sees
2: mm-hmm.
1: as a footballer there's no other midfield in this, midfielder in this list that could do that uh, and he scored a lot of big goals as well and I find it really hard to put him in the team because he was what a footballer he was. I mean, he was. He was. He was in, I'm struggling to think actually of of a better English footballer that I've ever seen. I'm, I'm actually sitting there, thinking,
0: was was he better? Pro- than- pro-
1: pro- pro- probably England. There's probably guys my age picking an England eleven and he's yeah. in it, and I'm not even putting him in the bloody Rangers yeah. one.
0: And then Gerard was uh, Gerard, Ger- obviously the Gerard and Lampard one. The skulls, uh, He was. A, he was a
1: better footballer than them. He was a more, na- more naturally gifted, yeah. talented footballer than them. Uh, he wasn't as dedicated, he wasn't what no. the professional but the thing the thing that's slightly putting me off putting gas in is if I think back in the early, we only really got about a season and a half out of him. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um he's the second half of his second season and most of his only other season. He was he was starting to miss games, he was starting to miss training, he was he was still showing the odd flash of genius but he wasn't the player he had been in the first 18 months yeah. so in effect there's that little 18 month period that he was an absolute bloody genius
0: yeah
1: but the reason I'm not putting him in I think I'm not putting him in I might put him <laughs> out I might put him back in, in a minute the reason I'm not putting him in is I think Ian Durant deserves to go in um, and it's a real because I've only picked two the midfield players! It means I can't do the three of them. Yeah. Um, Ian Durant, before he get injured, I think was going to be a, every bit as big as Gascoigne Bender up being. Um, remember, I remember Ray Wilkins talking about him when Wilkins joined Rangers. He went on some interview on in TV and he basically said he's now he's playing beside in the midfield at Rangers the best young midfield player he's ever played beside him. Uh, And that was Ian Durant.
0: And 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 Wilkins played for some big, big clubs as well,
1: didn't he? Yeah. He said he was the best young midfield player he'd ever played with. I don't know what young meant back then. Maybe that was under 21 or something. I don't know. But Durant, before he got his injury, was again one of these guys who could do everything. He had this great knacker getting beyond his forwards and getting into the box and scoring goals. But he was also... Terrific pass of the ball. Although he was quite slight, he could he could win it. He could stand up for himself. He could take care of himself. He was scoring big goals at 19. He scored he scored in the week up final against Celtic at 19. And that was a few weeks after he had scored the only goal against them in the league as well. Um, but then when he got his injury, when I think, never mind Rangers, Scotland were robbed of possibly a, of a, an absolutely generational player. I think he was a generational player. It, there,
0: um, there was rumours that that summer before was there not maybe a couple of uh, European clubs interested in Durant? I'm sure I've, I've read uh,
1: them. well, they'd have been mad not to have be been watching them <laughs> so, yeah. honestly. Um, the, see, the the League Cup final we drew three each, we Albertini won in penalties in 1987. If you ever watched that, if you ever got a chance to watch that game, Durant was the best player in the park by a mile that day. Yeah. Uh, that's as good a cup final performance as I can ever remember. See, so he was phenomenal. And then, um, after he got his injury, I mean, it took a, it took about three years for him to come back. God Almighty, it took forever. Uh, I remember we going to a reserve game when he came back against Hibs. It was about like twenty five thousand at that. Uh, yeah. uh,
0: that's
1: how much he was he was he was loved within sport. Um, he wasn't the same dynamic player after that, yeah. but he was still a terrific footballer. Yeah. And that that year that we, we beat Leeds and we well, played Marseille and we got he he was the midfield player that stood out. Yeah. Um I remember the, the game down at Leeds, Um although Hate, Hateway and uh, McCoy scored the goals and Gorham was brilliant in goal, Durant as as the footballer in the team stood out like a beacon he was he was fantastic. And then if I think about the winter Rangers career, he had the things that he won, how good a player he was. He scored in three different League Cup finals, for example. Yeah. Um, I just want him in there, and I think the young, the young Durant and Alec McDonald together would be one hell of a pair in the midfield. If I've only get two. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I want to talk about how good Durant, Durant was, Davy, but that tackle, shocker, isn't it? It's it's. Oh. It's the
1: pit, it's the pit, it's the, the don't, just, it's, yeah, don't,
0: terrible
1: don't, get, don't get me started. On that. That's yeah. that, that's that was that was just assault. I mean, does there,
0: yeah,
1: there's no way that Neil Simpson didn't mean to injure him.
2: Yeah,
1: he uh, meant went, to injure him. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I'll to this day, I'll never understand why he why would want to do that.
0: Yeah. No. shocking,
1: shocking. As I say, so I need a drink, my voice is getting a bit. So there you go, Alan McDonald and Ian Durant in midfield. No Gaza <laughs> till at least later on tonight when I change my mind again.
0: <laughs> no, no, but I can't can't argue with your two your two picks there. Not not at all. Uh, David. I said I like you're going for a little bit you're going for a proper, you know, you've not picked your team from you you're thinking about this and, and how it's gonna line up as well. Absolutely love it. But um moving on to your you two uh wide men then, David. Wide man,
1: there's another young man's expression. <laughs> <laughs> wingers, you mean? Um, when I when I talk when I talk about wingers, I think Rangers as a club have been really fortunate over the years to have some absolutely bloody incredible wingers. My my dad used to talk about all these great players that I never really saw, and I'm thinking, and then I, can I do these other ones on as well? Yeah, great wingers must be I had. You know, he he would talk about Wally Waddle and Wally Henderson and David Wilson. And like, so when I first went to to see Rangers, um, Henderson was still there, but I didn't really see him that much,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I can't really include him. Similarly with Willie Johnson, who was the left winger when I first went to see Rangers, but he wasn't there that long either. Before I I didn't become a regular to about 72, 73. and he was just he was kind of away by then. Um, if I talk about wingers that I liked watching um, you wouldn't Bobby McCain you know Bobby McCain he was a winger signed by Jock Wallace in the 70s he did. He only played for Rangers for about like, three years um, he was a huge part of the team that stopped Celtic winning um, 10 in a row 74-75 he was a clever tricky skillful little, little winger you could beat a guy in, I mean, having any space around about him good cross with the ball um, unfortunately he, he died um, age 25 um, when he was still a Rangers player
2: really
1: yeah yeah um, he died in 1978 he he'd he'd a he'd a big career I thought still in front of him and unfortunately I, he's no one to ever get me get again to greatest teams in like that but I, I think he could have been a are you a good longer-term Rangers yeah. winger? Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, circumstances stopped at happening. Uh, if I talk about recent wingers, I like Neil McCann. I thought Neil McCann was a terrific yeah, player. He's old
2: family.
1: It's a very yeah. good crosser of the ball. I um, always think of loving Crans last-minute cup yeah. final goal when I think of Neil McCann's crosses. That's um,
0: what it, Neil McCann. He always seemed to get in products, which you don't always... Well, we know it. with have got Rangers
1: wingers, <laughs> <in reasons. laughs> yeah. Uh, one that I really liked, but he wasn't there anywhere near long. Was actually a local. I thought a local was brilliant yeah. to watch. Um yeah. He was only there for about what six months or something. It was less than a full season. It was
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
1: he, he arrived in that season with administration, yeah. um,
0: and he paid. Did he not have to pay himself? To- yeah, I
1: think he did. And I remember.
0: Yeah.
1: Was he? He was he was, you know, freed by Aberdeen or something? I, mean, I remember when he, when he when he when he joined. He was like, "What the hell are we bringing a guy in? It's no good enough for
0: Aberdeen." I thought he was. he was terrific. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um. He just wasn't. He wasn't there long enough. And it's another one. If we hadn't went into administration, if we stayed in the Premier League and he'd stayed at Rangers yeah. for another four, five, six years, I think he could have been a cracking player. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> um, really, really. But obviously, um, I know yeah. Ryan Ryan Kent's the one you're. I yeah. wouldn't be on. Well, he's the
0: only winger we've had for the last four
1: years. <laughs> I know. Um, he's just straight in as hell. Um, on his day, I think he's terrific, but his day doesn't happen often enough. Um, so I've got four wingers to pick from, basically. Um, so the, the two that aren't making the team Tommy McLean. Wow. Tommy McLean, he was the right winger for most of the 1970s. Um, undoubtedly the best crosser of a ball I've ever seen, without doubt. Um, The most accurate crosser of a ball I've ever seen. And see if, if 1970s football had um, its obsession with stats that it does now. Tom McLean would probably be still the all time assist leader for Rangers. Um, you would not believe the number of goals that he created. Um mainly played in the right wing, but he had two good feet. Um so yeah, he didn't just it wasn't just crosses and headers. He he was one of these places he, he could find a runner in the box where yeah. through ball and stuff like that as well. Very, very clever football. He played well into his thirties and he sort of became a midfielder for a while before he before he retired. Uh, what a football brain he had. Um so, Tom McLean, great player, a player that I absolutely loved. And I think it's a wee bit unlucky how he's remembered as Mark Walters. Right. And the reason I think he's unlucky is because the two wingers are half picked, he came in between them, right. which is going to be David Cooper and Brian Loudrop. So, I think in any, let talk about in, in any other club, if Mark Walters had done what he did for Rangers for any other club for those three or four years, He'd be in most other clubs <laughs> all the time. i <laughs> He was sensational. Um, two-footed, fast, really skillful, very direct. Scored a lot of goals. Scored big goals. And didn't mind getting stuck in either. He, yeah. He'd about hear about a, a devilment about him. He'd have, he'd have, he didn't take nonsense for fullbacks. He would give it back. Yeah. Never had. I really like Mark Walsh. He only left because of the 3-4 the in the room right. when Walter took over. In fact, I genuinely think if Walsh had still been a Rangers player in 1992-93, we would have got to the Champions League final. Yeah.
0: Sliding doors.
1: Yeah. That. It's just no, that's not a criticism of the like Peter Houstra and Michaela Jenkel guys were playing in the left, but I think if he would played in the left, with would be McCoyston-Haitley. I, I think that that would have been too potent for any for anyone to deal with. Yeah. Um, so what? Walters, I loved him. But I loved the other two even more. Yeah, it's as simple as that. And to be honest, you can you can choose who you want to put in the right, who you want to put in the left. It doesn't actually matter. Yeah. Um Cooper. <laughs> Cooper Cooper was just a genius. Um inconsistent. Um, unappreciated for a while as well. Really, yeah. Um, I felt unappreciated mostly by his manager. When John Gregg became manager, Cooper was dropped far too often. Um, I think because John Gregg played left back behind him and didn't like all the work he had to do because Cooper never tracked back. I think that's probably what it was. Yeah, yeah probably. Um, but what a left foot. My God, what a left foot. Um, One. <laughs> yeah. It almost had the same power as Alberts's one, but it had the, it had the touch. That i I was going to say Messi, but maybe that's an exaggeration. But it had, it was it was like that. He could he could just do things with a, with a ball that. He was in a he was in a wave that he had to have good players on the bottom, but it was wasted. <laughs> it was just and it was wasted for years. To be honest with you, yeah. Um, you, oh, you say no. that
0: his his uh, left foot. What was that? Was it a League Cup final against Aberdeen, David? Where uh, it, the, the when it, it literally hits the net and it flies straight back out, it was just yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: He was he was what, not only was it was he a not he was a great winger. I actually think if I had been David Cooper's manager, I would have tried to turn into a number ten. He wasn't quite, He wasn't particularly quick. He could be, he could beat players. Don't get me wrong. He was so skillful. He could still get round them. Still get crosses in, etc. Yeah, yeah. But I thought he was so good a player. He was wasted out wide quite a lot.
0: Maybe it's the right find, Davey.
1: Well, see, see the see the position that Bill plays, uh, Kent, and yeah. encourages them to go in field, encourages them to get in the box. If Cooper played in a role with like that, I think he would be absolutely unplayable. I yeah. really do. Uh, he had a, he just, his vision was amazing. He, he saw things so quickly. And if you ever see the goal uh, Ian Durant scored against Celtic, uh, in nineteen eighty six, uh, Ibrox and Rangers one one zero, soon as his first league game against them, when the ball comes out the sky and Cooper takes it one way and sort of back flicks it the other way, Ian Durant was running behind him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's it's one of the things that if is
0: that, is if, that- if,
1: if a Messi had done it, that would it would it would be they'd be drawn about it ever since
0: Is, is that not, not, is, it's not the same goal Davey is it the, where Durant scores and Cooper stands and he runs that's past That's it.
1: it That's it He totally blanks him um, <laughs> C- C- Cooper was he was too good not to be in this team he was just too good he was inconsistent there was a period in the, especially in the early 80s when I think his head went down a bit he was not He was getting dropped and, and, and I don't think he thought he managed to believe in him he was still turn, he was still turning some Brilliant performances, but I think it kind of took Jock Wallace to come back for him to really get back to his best again because yeah. Wallace absolutely believed in him. In fact, when Wallace came back, it was the team every week was Cooper plus 10. Yeah. He was his first name in his team sheet, so he has to be there. And similarly, Loudrop was, in my humble opinion, the consistently best footballer I've ever seen in Scottish football. If you talk about it he's just done it almost every game it was it was ridiculous how good he was
0: At some of the clips maybe it's like it is men against boys
1: it i mean and everyone talks about how skillful he was which he undoubtedly was but he was a big guy as well you know he he sort of glided over the ground and he, players defenders were bounced unlike cooper who had to actually beat players they would just bounce off him sometimes
2: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. um as i said again two great feet um I think Laudert's one of these guys who could have played anywhere across the forward line, yeah. and he, he, he'd have been good at it. Yeah. Um, he was, he was. Ah, he, it's impossible not to put him in. T- and again, that's what I see. I say I feel sorry for some other players because I think I just think there's there's some players that John Gregg was my, my, one of my other ones that no matter who yeah. else comes along, I can't see me ever putting someone else in as my captain. No matter who else yeah. comes along, I can't see me ever not having Brian up in my top. Then just I just can't see it.
0: Yeah, I, I think he would make every best 11 apart from the younger. So, anyone yeah. that's see him, even if you see him for a season, season and a half, I still think you, you'd pick him. I think he, he's that good. Well,
1: um, my old, my old man went to first sea C- rangers in 1947, I think it was. Um, and his all time team, a bit like me, a lot of it came from back, back in the day. Um, but despite the fact of how much he loved uh, guys like Davey Wilson, Johnny Hubbard, Wally Johnson, there was only one left winger for him, hasn't he? And that's he In fact, he actually said, same as I did, he's consistently the best player I've ever seen. Really, yeah? Jesus. Part along with Jim Baxter, of course, for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baxter yeah. was his hero. So, there's my two wingers. I don't think there's any surprise for the two ringers, to be honest, is there?
0: No, no. I think, yeah, again, I think if I was to pick out two, maybe I think I would have, uh, would have riddled it down to, to them too. Yeah, I know.
1: I know. I'm, I'm probably going to be pretty predictable from an actual. Um, no, I don't know.
0: I, don't know. I think there, there might be a curveball coming with your, your two strikers.
1: Um, so two up front. Um, Again, I was just too late to see the best of Colin Steen. Yeah. Um, I did see a bit of him because he, he came back, um, but he scored scored the goal that won the league the first time I, I saw Rangers win the league. So I can't really include him. In the seventies, there was Derek Parlane though. Derek Derek Parling was a yeah. terrific centre forward. Scored he must have scored more than a hundred goals for Rangers. Um, in fact, he he committed. He was only about, I think he was eighteen when he played against Bayern Munich in midfield, and he moved him up front at nineteen, and he was he scored 20 odd goals scored in the cup final I, I remember going to the game at the fair when he scored five goals and he, he was he was a t- tremendous centre forward and yet wasn't even the best centre forward at the club at the time um, that's
0: the thing whenever I hear <laughs> <with> <laughs> Eric Farlane I, I think that, that's what I think he, obviously you know as I said from documentaries talking about the Barca 72 he was obviously a top player but we, we've had so, there were so many good strikers over that time that uh, yeah. if,
1: I, I'll, if I quickly just threw a few names in of players that I've liked, but they're, 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 there only are three to pick from out of the two, uh, two positions, really. Right. So players that I've liked, apart from Paddling, Michael Moles. Oh,
2: yeah,
1: no, Michael no, no. Moles, when he first came to Rangers, I thought was going to be the guy that was going to win as the European Cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. In fact, the, the first thing I remember saying uh, when I first saw him was... I think he was about 26 or 27 year old by then. Mm-hmm. Where, where the hell has he been all this time? How, how can he still be playing for Utrecht at that age? How How is that possible? Because yeah. um, he was... That, that turn of his, I've, I've still never seen anything like it.
0: I, I say that all the time. Never, ever seen that turn.
1: So for, there was a three, month, a three or four month period when he first joined Rangers that he was jaw-dropping. He was, he was fantastic. And if I talk about three or four month periods, Marco Negri was another one who... <laughs> Who, um, oh. I, I, Christ, I, I don't know how many. I think he scored about thirty goals by the end of November or something. It was, it was just something yeah. stupid, wasn't it? Um, he was scoring two and three goals almost every week. It felt like. But what's the point of doing it for three months and then disappearing forever after that? No, that's it. Um, if I go into this century, um Dado Pousso was a player I really liked, an absolute warrior, but a, a fine. A, if she talk about a leader of the line, he was a he was a leader of the line. Um,
0: what a player, though, as well, Davey. What, absolutely. Like, you know, again, probably warrior type, but he, but he could play. Like, absolutely, you know, he was, absolutely. He, he was. He had it all.
1: Yeah, he was. He was terrific. Um, Morelos in Europe. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure about Morelos domestically, but Morelos in Europe has been an absolute. Sensation, hasn't he? i know no, not I, not this season. I know that, but um,
0: no, no. You got I never, to... th-
1: I never thought I'd see a Rangers striker scoring consistently against the standard of teams he was scoring against.
0: I mean, yeah, and and the performances to go with it. And he was, hard. and he was,
1: he was bullying yeah. Sometimes three central defenders. Never but mind he, two.
0: He was that's the, he was occupying. I would say he was occupying two or three centre halves by himself. But, mm. but he weren't just doing it against you know some of the. The poorer teams in Europe. Mm. You talk about the Porto's, you know, the um, Feyenoords, but but yeah. the Porto got to the, the semi-final of the Champions League or the quarter-final the year after. Yeah, you know, they, they talk yeah. about how good Pepe was, but the two-game, Moreno's absolutely bullied him. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it's um, definitely
1: fair. I, I actually thought then the, see the night we played Feyenoord away, he, he scored two goals, two goals to two start headers. the second half, two headers. The biggest compliment I could pay him that night was those headers reminding me of Derek Johnson. That's right. how good. That's how good I thought he was that night. I thought he was an absolute he superstar was. that night. Yeah. Um, but that far, night, too, far too inconsistent.
2: Yeah.
1: Team to, to yeah. make this team. And yeah. aye. So the the three it comes down to. Well, it comes down to two because Alan McCoist has to play. Right. Yeah. There's no way Alan McCoist is not. In anyone's team that's that sat through or watched his entire Rangers career. Um and it's not just because the number of goals he scored, actually. Although that's a big that's a, almost a huge reason. Um obviously what a goal scorer he was. Ali was actually an all-round forward. He, he could he could do everything. He could he could play up front himself if he had to. See, we talked maybe not the way Morelos could against three international class centre backs, but he could play up front himself. He could, make, he could make goals all for himself if nobody else was there to do it for him. Great penalty box player, yeah, but he was also a great team player. He could, he could more than look after himself. He was kicked black and blue most weeks, actually. Yeah, yeah. Back before the day that you got a yellow card for looking at the players the wrong way. he He genuinely could look after himself. But what a penalty box player he was! He scored every kind of goal you could you could ever imagine. I mean, he, 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 he would he he scored a twenty-five yarder, then three minutes later he scored score if his backside two yards. He, he scored all kinds of goals. Do you
0: know what though? Just just on that, David, it frustrates me a little bit when people knock that though because um, I've seen oh, it today on Talk Sport. They've been talking about it uh, all day today and, and the <clears> last couple <throat> of days. People are starting to knock Harry Kane for scoring tappings against lesser, you know, international sides. And, and comparing it with Rooney uh, who scored more in, in bigger, you know, bigger nations. But and, and, and I've heard it a lot, but McCoy. Chris Boyd's another one that, that that got it as well. Oh it's an it's an my. art. That's an art. Knowing where the ball's gonna drop and being and putting it in the back of the net.
1: Absolutely. And I didn't mention Boyd. Boyd Boyd was a an excellent goal scorer. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. He was an excellent goal scorer. And do you know what? If anyone could score 130 goals or whatever it was in the Scottish Premier League, why has nobody else done it?
0: <laughs> no, no, I mean, nobody no, else has done
1: it, so it can't be that bloody easy, can it? No, no it's, not, it's not as a boy, it's not as a boy played for Rangers for 15 years or something. I don't know, five years or something in the, in the Premier League. He scored 130 goals or something in the Premier League. So,
0: a lot of them goals are at Kilmarnock as well, yeah. A lot yeah. of them are at Kilmarnock, so no, absolutely. Boyd, Boyd's, Boyd gets knocked. I, I see it again today, but obviously the Legends game yesterday, and I think. Yeah. It's, you don't realize the amount. of, You know, we're talking about a season. And by the way, this is why we're not winning the league this season, David. It's the games against St Mirren, St Johnston, yeah. um, where you don't play well, but you win one nil, two one, and Boyd scores two mm-hmm. in the box. That's that's Absolutely. what we, that you know. That's you can't, you can't never
1: not... And to be honest, that's why Morelos. I've talked to it domestically against him yeah. compared to Europe. Yeah. Because I it's think boring. his goal scoring record against the poorer teams yeah. in Scotland isn't he good enough? It's fine. Great. <laughs> Absolutely. So I has got to be there. Um and I've picked Derek Johnson to play beside him, as you might imagine. Um yeah. Don't get me wrong, Mark Haley was an absolute hurricane up front for Rangers. Um what what a, he had pace, he had power, he was good in the air, he was good in the ground. He was a there was a period in the early nineties. I I I I can't believe he didn't play for England. Yeah, I think he played once in a friendly or something, but I don't know why England didn't pick him. He was terrorising teams all over Europe. He yeah, yeah. didn't. He didn't play. He didn't play. <coughs> I don't wow. that.
0: Why, why do anyway. you, you think that, David? Is it because <coughs> is it the old case of? Well, he's he's, he's playing in Scotland, so I think so. I think so. So. I think so. so think it, so. even it, even you got that then, even though we yeah. had the players yeah. that we had, yeah. Hmm. So, yeah.
1: But no. I just think. Johnson shades it in a, in, a, in a couple of ways. I think he was a better all-round footballer. Yeah. He was even better in there, And I think he was a better goal scorer as well. And I think if I look at... I will hate... He was an absolutely perfect partner for McCoist. I think Mc, Johnson was every bit as good as a, as a partner for him. And the, the great thing about Johnson is, in this particular team that I've picked... If we go under the caution a little bit, which they won't, because nobody will get the ball off us, but if, if, if they went under the caution a little bit, Johnson can drop back into midfield. Yeah. And he's, he was an international class midfield player, as well as, well as in my view, the, the best, along with McCoy, the best centre forward I've ever seen in the what,
0: what, what has he got, David? Derek Johnson, 100 and, is it 140, 130? What Goals? Oh,
1: so yeah, yeah. Oh, no, it's, it's like oh, was it was and oh, something It's only more so than on 200. Oh, really? D- yeah. D- Derek Johnson played oh, probably the equivalent of at least five seasons, not as a striker. Right. And yet, he was, until McCoist arrived, he was Rangers' post-war top goalscorer. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. Yeah.
0: And, and, and so, he was... Uh, to score, uh, uh, you know, is it? Was
1: he 17, seventeen, sixteen? 17? Sixteen. Sixteen, and he scored the one. Yeah, he, the first Rangers just played to got my bedroom wall because of that. Um, <laughs>
0: I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to sort of visualize that <laughs> happening today.
1: See, he was, he was my, he was, he was my boyhood hero, so he was always yeah. going to come out of this team, really. But at sixteen, he scored the winner in the week cup final against Celtic. At seventeen, he scored in the Scottish Cup final against Celtic. At 18, he'd moved to centre half and he won the European Cup Winners' Cup. (laughs) At 19, he was then a midfield player, played against Ajax. And Johan Cruyff said he was the only Scottish player he thinks could get into the Ajax team. That's the I'm talking about the Ajax team. (laughs) By the time he was 20, he was a midfield player that won the league. And then at 21 and 23, he was a top scorer at centre forward in two treble winning teams. He was, know that's, uh, if you're... he's he's probably probably the most underrated is not the right word, but unrevealed Rangers player in my lifetime.
0: I honestly had no idea. I, I obviously the the cup final at sixteen, but what you've just followed that with there, I had not honestly not not. He, I
1: mean, he was capped by Scotland as a teenager at uh, centre half, and a few years later he was Scotland centre forward. I mean Jesus. I mean, what if it, an, as an all round player, I don't yeah, think yeah. you're going to ever see that again. Yeah. I think he, I think he played something like 120 games for Rangers when he was still a teenager.
0: I mean, <clears throat> we go, we go back to it, David. Like we just sold Calvin Bassey for what 20 million. What, what was, <laughs> what would Derek Johnston go? For? It, and that's
1: peak, peak, at, at, at peak DJ uh, these days. Yeah. Jesus. Really um if it was the English Premier League with <laughs> the money down there. He's a hundred million player. Yeah. If 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 you look at Jesus Christ, Harry Maguire went for eighty million Oh yeah, Jesus. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that always <laughs> blows that, that question around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, if, if Paul Pogba could be a hundred million, then God knows what Terry Johnson was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No. It's.
1: Uh, yeah. So, if it, it feels instinctively, it is you should pair Hateway Harry because they were so bloody good together. But I can't not pick Terry Johnson. He was just too good. He was yeah. too good,
0: and uh, just just to think though that you know scoring the winner against Celtic at sixteen, you know, and, uh, if someone done that now, they wouldn't be at Rangers the season after. We won't ever see that again. I don't even yeah. think we'll see it at eighteen. Well, uh, to be
1: really to be, to be fair, I, I think he's the only. I think he's still the youngest player to score a goal in a cup final in Britain. Full stop. Never mind. Never mind. The youngest to score one for Rangers. Yeah. I don't think there's ever been a somebody youngest him sc- scoring a cup final. No. Proper, no, proper cup final. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um he was I bore people, I can bore people to death about Derek Johnson because I I, I think too many people don't appreciate just what he achieved. And the, the crazy thing was by about 1979, when yeah. he was still only about 25 years old, he was past his peak. Yeah. He he should have had another six, seven seasons as the the tornado that he was in his first eight or nine years. Um but when Joe Wallace left for whatever reason, he was never quite that player again. He was still a bloody good player, but he wasn't he wasn't that player anymore. I think he's off the field should probably
0: really, yeah. him
1: I think I think he needed a sergeant major in yeah. running him. And and instead of that he got an ex teammate. Yeah
0: yeah. And as well David probably coming through and playing so many games he did so young I always mm-hmm. say that that ends up catching up I think we've seen it obviously with, with a lot of you know a lot of players breaking into the team so young they do it a certain age and I think they do hit a brick wall Um
1: well certainly there's not too many not too many that come in at teenagers and they're still in the first team at 33 34 no, is there no
0: no definitely not uh, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised by that. I feel like I've done a bit of injustice injustice there, but uh, to me, as I say, but before, I just know him from sort of Clive One when he was on that.
1: And, uh, <laughs> and funnily enough, when he when he was on the when he was on the radio, I think a lot of younger folk turned against him because they, they felt he was a wee bit too critical, Rangers or yeah, too friendly yeah. with this sort of the other side of the divide in radio, Clive and things like that.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I think if anyone listened to. Um, to, to our podcast after games they'd probably say we're too critical I think <laughs>
1: sometimes
0: you, again he might just what one of the people that says it how it is I've got, I've got no no problem with that at all no um no. but I mean over recent years there's not been too much to be <laughs> to be jumped no, about.
1: that for no. sure so. I, 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 last thing I'll say about the DJ is that um I, I've got I've a book somewhere upstairs I can't remember what it's called now Stephen Halladay wrote it Someone want the history names, but in it and it, it lists what the, that particular author thought was the 50 greatest Rangers players of all time. It was the book was book was, was written about 20 years ago. Um Derek Johnson's number eight, and that's over a hundred at that time. That was over hundred and thirty he, he, He's above all all kinds of yeah. legendary <laughs> players. Um and, and he, maybe maybe that's exaggerating a little bit, I don't know, but I certainly think for the 1970s anyway, he was he was as good as there, you're going to see. He was as good as there was.
0: Oh, brilliant. I, I, I think, um, I had a feeling he'd, he'd go in there. Uh, no, David, that was the one. He, he, nah. But um, but that's some team, by the way, i actually going to put this in there now. I think that team will struggle to be beaten. I'll be honest.
1: Well, I've got the advantage of picking over a longer period of time than a lot of others. Yeah. But that i would i would i would i would back them against anyone else without seeing anybody <laughs> else, and saying that there might, you might have a 70 year old comes on that, that puts jim baxter and folk in it that maybe i'll struggle with but uh, yeah yeah uh, obviously B-
0: baxter's one that um yeah, I, mean, yeah I, I actually did
1: see him once i did see him once i got taken to a game in the late 60s when i was only about six year old because my dad wanted me to see jim baxter but he was past it he was yeah. big overweight uh, obviously it wasn't the player that everyone wanted it to be
0: uh, that, it, it's, I've, I've watched his documentary a, a couple of times and um, yeah, he sounds like he was he was top top draw but uh, yeah no, that, that's going to be our aim David I've got to try and beat someone to try and beat your thing
1: though. that's it okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, take, I'll take on all comers I'll, I'll stand with that one I'm, I'm still saying should Gaz I've been uh, too late now the, the team's packed the team's packed
0: I, do you know. What? I'm gonna tell the boys now straight away. You're gonna to have to listen to this, but Davey ain't put Gaza in his best eleven.
1: <laughs> no. I know. I know. <laughs> no. Nobody will believe it, but never mind. There had to be one
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: left field one, didn't there?
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. And um, no, I just just want to say, you know, Davey, thanks so much for for coming on. Really appreciate it. Um, no and like I said already that, that yeah that team's gonna take take some beating, but um, no, I really appreciate it. Thank you.
1: No problem at all. Enjoy your pod, and I'm sure I'll be listening to you again shortly.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah, we'll we're we'll, uh, we'll back on hopefully um, yeah I say this will go out you know soon but hopefully you know the pods will have a Scottish Cup to to celebrate at least this season Davy that's that's the aim yeah
1: let's hope so let's hope so I know I'm getting a ticket at least so I hope I hope, um, I, hope I, I hope I enjoy it more than I enjoyed my last trip to Hamden.
0: yeah no yeah because then you know filming this today uh, the, 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 the tickets have gone out for sale today I'm right in saying that Davy so um,
1: yeah I've well, got the email yeah. today here yeah, yeah.
0: No, brilliant, as I said. Hope hopefully um, you know, more more cups to come and, and we can talk about better Let's players hope so. next season.
1: Let's <laughs> hope so hopefully somebody will challenge come in to challenge my thinking about no modern players on my team. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's the aim for anyone walking in the door next season. I will get Colin to send this to Michael Bill <laughs> so he is that as well.
1: But
0: yeah. uh, no, thanks so much, Davy. And um no bother at all. And uh f- again, thanks everyone for listening. And um please, you know, if you, if you fancy Uh, coming on and and giving it giving it a go get in touch with with the podcast and uh, you know we want to try and get as many of these out as possible but um, as always thanks for listening